0: I pray that you'd bless this morning as we take a moment and look at this uh, really a hidden nugget of truth uh, in the book of Judges here. Speak to our hearts, and I pray that we'll uh, walk away with something that'll touch each one of us individually. You'll inspire us each individually. There's really not a one main focus or truth that we're all trying to look at this morning. But really, it's open for the Spirit of God to speak to each one of us individually about something in our life. So I pray that you'd use it here in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Right here, Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd take the truth here today, and I pray that you'd use it and uh, make a difference, please, in our lives. We ask in Jesus' name, Amen. Abraham was promised a great nation to be born unto him. He did not have any children at the time, uh, but he was promised that a nation would be uh, born from his loins, and. Uh, as time went, you know, he was in his 90s, and he still had no kids. And so he, uh, his wife Sarah, uh, she was barren, and so she had an idea. She said, "Let's uh, let's uh, uh, let's come up with uh, another plan here to help God out." Now, let me just say, God doesn't need our help. Uh, he knows what he's doing. He's got a plan he can take care of. it. He does not need our help. And, but Sarah decided she'd help God out. And she said, why don't you take my my handmaid here, my um, uh, as, as your mistress, and you can have a child through her. And we'll then adopt that child and and uh, rear that child. And that'll be the child that will carry your name and build a great nation. And so Abraham uh, agreed to it, and, and Hagar was the handmaid, and she agreed to it. And so, thank you, sir. And so they, um, they put, um, uh, they, they had this child. The child's name, they named him, it was Ishmael. But once the child Ishmael was born, uh, boy, Sarah, Sarah changed her mind. Uh, and she said, I, I want Hagar and this child out of here and uh, I don't want them, and so they 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 kicked them out of the house, gave them a little food, a little water, and kicked them out, left them out on their own, and and uh, God ended up you know helping that child survive. And God told uh, Hagar uh, said that that child will have a nation born through that child also, Ishmael. And um, well, a little while later, Abraham's wife Sarah did get pregnant and did have a baby, and that baby was Isaac. Isaac soon had Jacob. Jacob's name was turned to Israel, and Israel had 12 boys and the 12 tribes of Israel, and that's where we, from there on, got the uh, uh, nation of Israel we have today. However, we have now two nations. We have, uh, from, from Abraham, we have uh, uh, the nation of Israel, and we also have the n- nation of the Ishmaelites, which today is really our uh, Arab uh, people. Uh, the Muslim people are the descendants of Ishmael. Now, uh, today, those two are still against each other. Today, they still fight. They're still, they're still wondering who the promise was for. Uh, they're still fighting over land. They're still fighting each other and their enemies. And of course, we know God's hand is on the nation of Israel. He even told us that in the Bible, that that would be his chosen seed. Uh, in Ishmael, the Ishmaelites would always be the, the enemies of the nation of Israel. Well, as time has gone, all through the Bible, we find them that they were in constant uh, disarray and enemies with each other. Now, the, Ish- the Ishmaelites were very wealthy people. Uh, they were we- very well to do. If you remember the, uh, uh, when Joseph was sold into slavery, he was sold into the hand of the Ishmaelites. We read a moment ago how they, when they, uh, they collected all the, uh, when Israel went to battle with Ishmael and, and uh, conquered many of them. Uh, they took a all, lot all of their gold and their silver and they brought, it, they brought it back and they said that they even took the gold chains off the camel's necks. Uh, that's how well-to-do they were. Uh, very wealthy people. Now, earrings uh, was a very traditional thing for uh, the men to wear earrings and the women, but they all wore earrings, especially of gold. It was a sign of their wealth. But it was also very traditional for them to, uh, uh, and very commonplace to wear, wear these earrings of gold. Well, when Israel fought against Ishmael, and as they went through and conquered them, as they killed them one by one, the uh, Israelites would go to them and they would rip the earrings out of their ears, put them in their pocket. They go, to the that boy, they kill somebody else, they go over, and rip the earrings out. Almost, almost like a, uh, a trophy. Almost like a victory, almost like we would we would take an animal's hide and take it home and put it on our wall or, or we'd take an animal horns or antlers and put them up on our wall they would they kill one of the Ishmaelites they'd rip the earrings out, put them in their pocket, take them home. these earrings of gold. We read here a moment ago in judges that Gideon referred to them as earrings of their prey, the earrings of their. Pray, and so uh he said here he said Gideon they came to Gideon they said now Gideon we want you to rule over us we want you to be a king over us and Gideon said I don't want to be your king God wants to be your king um but eventually they they uh, uh somehow persuaded him to overstep some bounds in a sense and he said he said this either go get all the earrings of your prey and bring them to me and they brought those earrings in, and, and now the ending of the story is, I don't want to focus on that. What he did is he took those earrings and melted them down and made a, an ephod out of them and, and uh, took it back to his hometown, and pretty soon the people began to worship that, and it became a false god. Uh, uh, so I don't want to necessarily look at that. I want to look at the first half of that, though, this morning, where he said, Go get the earrings of prey and bring them. Uh, bring those earrings of prey to me. Um, take those earrings off those earrings that were a token of your victory those earrings that said uh, uh, we we killed you I, I i beat you i got the victory over you and i got your earrings they got in my pocket my trophy they're my they're your dog tags I got them and uh, you're mine I killed you Gideon said go get those earrings of prey and bring them back to me um, they they took those earrings as a treasure and brought them back to Gideon. The Bible says here that when he said that they willingly did it. They they wanted to do it. They were ready to do it. It was an exciting event. I mean, just imagine. Uh my my grandfather was in uh was in World War II and uh some things that they did back then is that they killed somebody or they came across the, uh the enemy that was deceased. Oftentimes they would go and uh they would take something from them. They would take uh, an identification, or they would take some treasure. They would take a bullet. They would take something from them and put it in their pocket as another notch on their gun, another victory. And that's what these guys did. They came, and and, and Ishmael was their enemy. Ishmael and the Ishmaelites was God's enemy. And so when they went to battle with them and they would kill one of them, they would go over and they'd rip their earrings right out of their ear, put them in their pocket as earrings of prey. The time came and they came back and they had defeated the enemy and, and Gideon, their leader, said, I want you to go get all your victory, all your treasures, all the earrings that you pulled out as a token of your victory and, and uh, uh, all that memorabilia uh, 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 that you brought out and that you kept as a trophy, bring them to me. And he brought, they they will willingly bring them in. And they lined up. I I just wonder how many earrings they were pulling out of their pockets and and throwing them down on this blanket. And happy to do so, joyfully to do so. It was almost like this is a great event. I mean, look at us lined up here, uh, one after another, pulling out maybe uh, five or ten sets of earrings out of our pockets and throwing them down and and realizing we got the victory and we won the battle. 19... 91. There was a teen boy. This teen boy is 15 years old, and he was pretty lost and confused. He wasn't sure what life was all about. He was, he was very uh, 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 much a, a wreck, if you will, emotionally. He didn't want to live. There was many times he was a suicidal mess. He actually went to counseling as a teenage boy for suicidal thoughts. Um, Had nothing really to live for. Very lost, very confused. And this teenage boy was was, was most of all scared of going to hell. Most of all, he was afraid of there's got to be more and a purpose of life other than what I'm living right now. There's got to be something more than what I am facing right now because it seems like there's no purpose in what I'm living. And the, this, uh, this teen boy had gone through some of this, uh, this, this, this uh, confusion and this trial. And finally the day came when his dad asked him, do you want to go to church? And he thought, yeah, I want to go to church because I dead sure don't want to go to hell and he didn't know which way was right, didn't know if the Bible was true or not, but he, he believed the Bible, and yet he was very confused. Are the Mormons right? Are the Jehovah's Witnesses right? Are the Catholics right? Are the, uh, uh, you know, what what religion is right? How do you know? How do you know what is right? How do you know which way to go? And uh, many times he would go to bed at night, and he'd tell God, God, if you'll just tell me the right way to go, I'll go that way. If you'll just show me the right path, if you want me to be a Catholic, Lord, I'll become a Catholic priest, and I'll be the best Catholic I can be. And Lord, if you show me that more, Mormons are right, then I'll become the best Mormon I can be. And God, if you show me that Christian is right, I'll become the best Christian that I can be. But God, I just want to do the right thing. I just want to go the right direction if you'll just show me the right way. In 1991, his dad took him to a church. One by one, they went to different churches and, and nothing seemed to happen. Every church seemed about the same. It just seemed kind of empty. And yes, there were people there, but just didn't seem like there was much of anything around there. And then one day he went to a church and that church was different. It was alive. The singing was alive. The people had a good spirit. It seemed like the whole place just had a little bit different of an air about it. That day, somebody asked him a question. Do you know for sure if you died today, you'd go to heaven? Boy, that lost boy was confused and, and unsure. He said, man, I tell you what, I don't know. Girls, listen. i even look up here and listen. I don't know, but I'll tell you, that's the one thing I do want to know. I want to know that. And on uh, July seventh, nineteen 1991, that boy bowed his head and received Jesus Christ as his Savior. That boy is now your pastor. And I tell you, it was the greatest day of my life. I got saved that day and everything. And guess what? I became, listen, an earring of praying. I became an earring of prey. It was almost like God went over and ripped a couple of earrings out of the devil and put them in his pocket and said, got one back. Got one back. You were You were winning. You had him, and you were—you thought you were ahead, and you were winning, and you did have the battle, and the battle is in your pocket. But guess what? On July 7, 1991, hey, give me those earrings back. And God took them back and put them in his pocket. And today, thank God, I'm an earring of prey, a trophy, and a victory of Jesus Christ because of my Savior who saved me. Bible says we are more than conquerors. To him that loved us. We are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. And we are to take those earrings of prey. And we're to rob them back from the devil. Take them back from the Israelites. Take them back from the world. Take them back from Satan. And bring them back. And put them in God's coffers where they belong. where earrings of prey. I'm talking about the time that Satan used to have from us. He used to have our time. I mean... He used to have all of our time. He used to, everything we did was centered around the world. Everything we did was centered around the devil. Everything we did was centered around what the devil had for us. And in the direction that we were headed, which was a broad path, straight for destruction. And that's where we spent all of our time. And all of a sudden, though, you got saved, you got born again. I say this morning, let's go over and yank the earrings out of the devil's ear and say, give me my time back. Give me my time back. That Give me those earrings. That's my time. I'm giving it back to God now. I'm taking it back to Gideon. I'm going to throw it down on the blanket. I'm going to put it back in the coffers of God. I'm going to put it back in God's treasury. I'm taking it away from you, Satan. And get those earrings back and put them. And we are earrings of prey. Let's get our earrings of prey from the the devil of the time that he once stole from us. As that time that we used to spend uh, uh, doing things ungodly for him. The time that we used to spend out carousing around and being immoral, let's grab those earrings of prey and bring them back to God. That time that we used to spend out going to rock concerts and, and going to questionable activities, let's go out and pull those earrings out and bring them back to God. Those times that we used to go uh, to strip clubs or go to bars or go to clubs and hey and the uh, LED and all those other things, hey, let's go out there and ink those earrings of prey back and bring them back to the place of God. Let's take that time back and say, Satan, you got enough of my time. You're not getting anymore. Give me those earrings back. And you kill them. And you get those earrings back. And you come back and say, I'm not going out on Friday night anymore. I'm not going out to what you do on Friday night anymore. I'm not going out to your parties and your clubs and you're sneaking around. Give me those earrings back. I'm going to tea activity on Friday night. That's where I'm going. I'm going to put that time back in the house of God where it belongs. Earrings of prayer. That time we used to spend our Saturdays sleeping. Sleeping until noon and 1 and 2 o'clock because we're up all night Friday night. Hey, go get those earrings and pull them back and say, that's it. I'm going, so i Take them back to God. I'm going soul when it's Saturday morning. Saturday morning is, a, hey, Saturdays and, Saturdays and Sundays for the Christian are different than they are for the world. Right. For the world, it's time to rest, time to sleep in, time to relax. Hey, Christians, shame on us. We ought to be more tired Saturday and Sunday than we are Monday through Friday. For, well, I was unpopular, but <laughs> true. Uh, oh, Saturday and Sunday is time to catch up. No, no, eternity is time to catch up. Eternity is when we get our rest. Eternity is, put your hand down. Look like you're interested. Smile or something. Say amen. You'll you'll look half dead. Uh, I'm saying that uh, this is not our rest, God said. Boy, listen, when you get saved, we go get the earrings out of those devils. Give me those earrings back. And our earrings of our, our prey. Uh, uh, he was our prey. And we conquered him. And we destroyed him. And we're victorious. Bring those earrings back, throw them down in God's coffers. I'm going to soul win Saturday morning. I'm going to prayer meeting Saturday morning. I'm going to join a bus route Saturday morning. I'm going to join a, uh, 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 take the fast out tracks on Saturday. I'm going to get involved in something for God. I'm going to do something for the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I'm going to do. What in the world are we doing other than doing something for God? What do you do on a Saturday? I'm not against raking your yard. I'm not against uh, you, have to, you have to clean your house. I'm not against those saints. But I'll tell you what, we ought to get busy for the things of God instead of laying around and watching TV and, and going out and miniature golfing and, and, and all this other nonsense that we do. Get those earrings and pull them back from the devil as a victory. Say, so we have our trophy. We have our victory. You stole my time. I'm taking it back. I give my time back to God. What do you do on Sunday mornings? What do you do? I don't know. Which, as far as I'm concerned, there's a store open on Sunday morning. I have no clue what happens on Sunday. Oh, I have never, and you realize, for, 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 I don't know, almost 30 years. For almost 30 years, I have not been outside of a church building on Sunday morning. For almost 30 years, I have no clue. I have no clue what happens out in the world between 10 and noon. I have no idea. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, maybe, I don't know. Maybe the whole town shuts down. Maybe they're all having a party. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe a bomb went off. I don't know what happened. I don't have a clue what's going on out there. And I haven't for 30 years. I, I, I don't know. They tell me stores are open on Sundays. Is that true? Sunday mornings? Is that true? How do you know? But uh, you know, I know one thing. When I, was a kid, when I was a kid, Sunday rolled around. After church, we wanted to go out to eat. We would have to say, well, let's go here. I know they're closed on Sunday. I remember, I remember my dad wanting to have to go get something from the store. And he said, well, I know where to go. And we didn't have Walmart, uh, Fairbanks. We had Pay and Pack and Pay and Save and Pay and Pay and Pay More. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we had Pay and Pack and Pay and Save. And, and uh, 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 what's that one hardware store? Uh, we have one over here on Jewel Lake. Uh, Sam's, True Value, uh, Samson's Hardware, you know, they're all closed. We wanted to go out to eat. We'd have to ask ourselves, is Pizza Hut open? I think they're closed today. Is, is Kentucky Fried Chicken open? I don't know. The one thing I do remember is once a year they had uh, Burger King would have hamburgers a dime piece dime a piece. And my dad made a point on that Sunday, we all went out to eat. And my dad got the $1, he'd get 10 cheeseburgers eat them all. And uh, and uh, that's all I remember. But I tell you what, hey, I don't know what happens out there. Why? Because I took the earrings of my prayer and I brought them back here and I came to God on Sunday morning. And I said, you had enough of my time. I'm bringing it back to church. I've had enough of my time. I'm going soul winning. You had enough of my time. I'm not messing around anymore. Hey, Wednesday night Satan, you got enough of my Wednesday nights. You had years of Wednesday nights and you destroyed those Wednesday nights and you used them for your own glory, not anymore. Give me those back. I'm going back to the house of God on Wednesday night. That's where I'm putting my earrings of prayer. And what we need is some Christians again that go and get their earrings of prayer and bring them back to Gideon and say, willingly put them back in the house of God. Amen. What about our money? How much money has Satan got from you? I don't smoke, but I see the price of cigarettes. My oh my! Don't come ask me for money if you smoke. You got tons of money if you smoke. I couldn't do it. I couldn't roll up a twenty dollar bill every day and light on fire. That's a deal. You, literally, you're rolling up a twenty dollar bill, lighting on fire every day. light money, burning money, burning money. What is wrong with you? What is, you gotta burn money? Come listen. Come to my house. I'll give you some uh, copy paper. You can burn that. Give me your money. I'll give you a copy. Burn copy paper. Don't just burn money. What's the matter with you? And, uh, oh, listen, how much has Satan gotten? How much of his money? How much money have you spent on ungodly movies? I'm just going to throw this out there. Just going to throw it out there. Every movie on Friday night during teen activities is an ungodly movie. I don't care if you're watching the Minions. Just throw that out there. Um, anyway... Um, I'm saying, how, how much, how many movies has Satan gotten? How much have you spent on cable TV? How much money have you spent on your, how many, how much money have you gone to Sin Rock or Fantasies on Fifth or places like that? How much money have you blown there? And I say, today it's time to go to Satan and say, give me that back. That's mine. And take those earrings of praise. And say, You've had enough. You had your fun. You had my money. You had my time. I've had enough. I'm taking it back and putting it in the coffers of God. That's where it goes. And earrings of prey and bring them back to God. How much money have we blown on the things of God? Alcohol? Listen, I, I, got a, I have a hard time stopping in the store and buying a, 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 buying a Pepsi for $2. Do you know how much alcohol is? Ridiculous, ridiculous, and you got money to blow on that, but you don't have, but, but you can't tithe. Oh, preacher, I ain't got no money. You're a liar. You're, you're, actually, you're not. You don't have mo, no money. Satan already has your money. That's the problem. Satan has your money. He has your money in his strip clubs. He has your money in his TV. He has your money in his pornography industry. He has your money in the movie industry. He has your money in the, in the alcohol industry. He has your money in the, in the Hollywood industry. He has all that. Hey, listen, enough of that. Let's say, I'm a child of God. I've been rescued. I've been brought back from God. I'm going to go get my earrings of prey. Give me those back, Satan. And I'm going back home and giving them back to God. It's time that we put our money back where it goes. Are you so tired of Christians saying you're broke. You're not broke. You're foolish. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some there are some legitimately poor people. And a couple of these young people were raising money to help them go to youth conference. Uh, 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 they, 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 uh, they legitimately need the money. The children don't have any money. Mom and dad may have had it and they may have spent it wrong. But you know what? That's not the child's fault. The child wants to do right and serve God. I'm going to help them. I'm going to help them. But let me tell you something. The, uh, 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 the, the, there's, a, there's a lot. We just blow our money. Hey, we blow an ungodly thing. And yet we pull up our tithe records at zero, 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 zero. And then one day you made a mistake and put 50 cents in. 50 cents. Zero, 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 zero. <laughs> I'm trying to say, listen, listen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll give you one of my tricks. But here one of my tricks. This is one of my tricks. Mm. I'm not gonna tell you my trick. No, I'm not gonna tell you. So preacher, can, can uh, uh, I, I, I put the, uh, I put, um, uh, I put, I put gas in the van. Here's the fifty dollar receipt. said, so, okay, hey, I'll tell you what, I can reimburse you, or or just, or you can just deduct it from your tithe. <laughs> Cause they don't tithe. <laughs> I just got fifty bucks from, him. and. Uh, <laughs> you say, Preacher, you're a snake. Yeah, I am, and so are you. And, uh, uh, you know, the, you always watch the guys who don't tithe, the ones who don't tithe, you say, Deductive for your tithe, you can see the countenance fall. Oh, yeah. Sure, Preacher. Okay, good idea. I'll do that. They don't, they, now, granted, they don't put gas in the van again. But anyway, uh <laughs> Uh, hey, listen, why do not you go get the earrings of gold from? And, and, and that's not what I do with you. you know, I tell you just to throw it on the plate. He ties. I tell him all the time just, throw the, just put the offering and take it over your. But I don't do that to everybody, but some people I do. And uh, like Brother Dickerson, I tell him all the time just turn on the receipt. And, uh, but uh, yeah, hey, uh, I, I, let's go get that from earrings of prey and bring it back to the house of God. Let's stop giving money to the world and giving money to Satan and giving money to the evil things of this world and let's start giving some money to the things of God. Boy, it drives me absolutely nuts. We have no problem whatsoever dropping seven to eight dollars for a Red Bull or for a coffee and support a bunch of spandex-wearing, dope-smoking baristas out there. We have no problem with that whatsoever. But bless God, the preacher says, hey, the electric bill's due. The electric bill's due. Somebody's got to tithe. Whoa, money-hungry preacher. No, I'm just going, let's go get the earrings of prayer and bring them back to God. Bring them back to God. What about your talent and ability that Satan has stole? He's had your abilities and he's had your talent for years. He's had it for years and he's used it. And today, you get the victory. You get saved. You get born again. Sit up, Rodrigo. Sit up, Caleb. Let's sit up. And you guys, what you do, boys sit right here. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Hurry, hurry up. I'm, I'm in the middle of preaching. Everybody wants to go home. Hurry up. Um, I don't want to go home anyway. Sit so down. Yeah. I forgot Caleb's clothes this morning. That's why he's in his pajamas. Um, He stayed the night somewhere. And so uh, 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 Satan has had your abilities. He's had your your talent long enough. Get those earrings of praise. I'm going to give my talent back to God now. You've had it long enough, Satan. Give me those earrings back. I'm giving it back to God. You know, some of you would have no problem singing for the devil. Got no problem. Hey, you can sit in your car, man. You're going to town. Go into town. I don't want to pick on anybody, but one of the shyest teen boys, and he's not quite a teen, are you 12, Orion? 12 years old. One of the shyest young, come here, Orion. Ryan is so shy. This is Orion. He's been riding the, my bus for a while now. He, he, boy, he's just he's real quiet. He's kind of shy, you know, right? He's pretty shy. He's shy. Can't get him to say anything. he always thought, oh, you know, poor Orion, you know. I don't ever embarrass him. He's so shy. And then I went to to, to to visit last night, and I saw this kid in the middle of the street dancing. Show him what you're doing. Show, show him how shy you are. You're not shy, son. I mean, we I, I, I'm hundred yards out, man, and I see all this. You know, I don't know what he's doing. He, I thought he had ants in his pants or something. All over the place. I'm, Who in the world? What in the world? I, I did I had my phone. I was dialing 911. I thought, I thought man, so I've got to get an ambulance over Quick, somebody's, somebody's in trouble. And, uh, and I got this. It's Orion. I said, man, you're not shy. What's the matter with you? He goes, whoa, 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 whatever you were doing out there. And I was like, hey, listen, we've danced for the devil long enough. That sounded bad. Let's start dancing for Jesus, I guess. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> we've, we've done that stuff long enough, guys. We've done that stuff long enough. Hey, you're not shy. You're just shy when it comes to things of God. Come on now, the devil has had that long enough. Let's bring it back home. You sit in your car, boy, you can sing and you can rock out and, and you can sing to other people and you can go out and sing karaoke and you can sing the, uh, the, the songs at the mall and all that. But when it comes to church and it comes to things of God, you zip your mouth shut. I want to know why. Hey, go get those earrings and pull them back and say, you've had my voice long enough. God has it now. I'm giving it back to him as earrings of prey. about your tongue, your mouth? How many vile words have these lips spoken as Satan walked away with the victory? How, many, how much gossip has come from our lips that Satan has conquered our lips and he walked away with the victory? How many lies have we spread and told because our mouth was an instrument of the devil? When... You get saved, you go back and pull those earrings out and say, you know what, Satan, give me my earrings back. Give me my mouth back. Give me my tongue back. Those are mine. They're not yours. You've had them long enough. I've taken them back as my earrings. Of my pray. My pray was Satan. I'm more than conquerors. I'm victorious in Jesus Christ. I give it back to God and bring those earrings and give your mouth back to Jesus Christ. Why don't you sing in church? Why don't you sing a special? Why don't you join the choir? Why don't you tell somebody about Jesus instead of telling somebody something bad about somebody else? Let's use our tongue for the things of God. Yes. We've used our personality and our charisma long enough. It's amazing how we have no problem using our charisma to make money. We have no problem talking to somebody and, uh, and, and, and getting in with somebody and convincing somebody if we're going to make a buck. How come we don't go out on Saturday Or any other time during the week and say, you know what? God's given me a way with people. God's given me a way with words. God's allowed me to have a personality that people, as magnetic and people will listen to. I'm going to use that for him. I'm going to take my earrings back from the devil. And I'm going to put them in God's house. And I'm going to tell somebody else about Jesus Christ. You know, there's some people who just are not very eloquent. Not not, Nothing bad. They're just not eloquent. They're they're not good communicators. It's just how some people are. They're just not good communicators. And there's nothing wrong with that. But then there's some people who are very good communicators. They can take a thought or a truth and convey it to somebody very well and the people walk away and understand what they're saying. I, I, I We've all had people try to tell us something, try to give us instruction. Okay, hold on. You tell me because I can't understand things you just said. Uh, you know, I asked a, a girl yesterday, uh, Sarah. I asked Sarah. Hey, Sarah, okay. Uh, so what's your address? She goes, um, well, like, like, over there, there's a house by a tree on, like, like uh, not, not this street, but the other street over. I said, okay, you know what? Poor communicator. Very poor communicator. Uh, there's lots of houses by trees all over Anchorage. And uh, poor communicator. But, but wait a minute. Then there's some people that communicate very well. Those of you that communicate well, why don't you pull those earrings back from your prey and say, I'm going to tell somebody about Jesus Christ. I'm going to teach a Sunday school class. I'm going to get a bus kid and tell them something about Jesus Christ. I'm going to teach some child and teach them the word of God. I'm going to go to work tomorrow and try to tell some of my coworkers about Christ. I'm saying, hey, go get your earrings of your prey and bring it back to God. Let's take back our whole life. Take back our whole life that Satan has, has dominated for years. But now that you're a child of God and now that you're born again, he has had enough of your life. Go get your life back and put it inside the house of God and say, from here on, God has my life. God has my life, every aspect. He has my hands and my feet and my eyes and my, ma- my mouth and my tongue and my mind and my actions and my abilities and all of it. I give it back to God as earrings of prayer. I'll bring it back to you, Gideon. We're more than conquerors. We're victorious. We beat the Israelites. Here are my trophies. And when you got saved, your trophy was your life. You got it back. Your trophy was the victory that Satan had. you held captive for years, and you got it back. That was the spoil of Satan. You know, this place right here is full of earrings of prey. Full of earrings of prey. Now, I think of Matthew. I I really thought a lot of Matthew until Friday night. But anyways, Matthew... (laughs) Matthew, Matthew, skipped church, skipped teen activity, go to the movies Friday night. He saw Shazam. I was like, well, Shazam. There was a lot more happening here than there was there. But anyway, he went to the movies, and um, who'd you go with again? Oh, oh Sway and Devin. Okay, well, anyway, um, I'm sorry, guys. I, am I embarrassing you? I really am not trying to. I didn't mean to embarrass you. We like the spotlight. Yeah, okay, I bet you do. Matthew. I know, Sway, man. Ever see, a, ever see a Mexican turn their head? Look at that. And uh, you get uh, Matthew, fine young man. But you know what? Satan got several years of his life. Several got, got, Satan got several years of his life. And messing around and, 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 and living in sin and doing some pretty ungodly things. And one day he showed up in church with a shirt and tie on. And I thought, Matthew? What are you doing here? This is what he said. He said, I just had enough of what Satan had to offer. It was time for me to get back to God. Now he goes out soul winning. He goes on a bus route. He usually shows up Friday night for teen activity. He comes to every service. He sings in the choir. Hey, why? Listen, because he went and got his earrings, and he's an earring of prey. He's a trophy we got back from the devil. He's an earring of prey. We brought it back. I think of some of these bus kids. How many of you know who Lorenzo is? How do you not know who Lorenzo is? Lorenzo's two. He's a one-man army. If we ever get invaded again by the Japanese or anybody else, we're just going to take Lorenzo and put him on the front lines. They will retreat. Um, I promise you. Lorenzo, oh, Lorenzo. God bless little Lorenzo. I mean, he... I, I, he, I don't know. I, I just, uh, uh, he's, just, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. I, 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 every kid on the bus goes neglected because I have to hands-on with Lorenzo, you know? And uh, you know what? He's two. That means he's only got 16 more years and uh, before he's an adult. But anyway, you know what? I don't know what the future holds for Lorenzo. But it might be, I know if I was his parents, I'd gladly let him go to church for the day. And, uh... But it might be, his dad's a great dad too, by the way. But uh, it might be that Lorenzo might come to a place and find people that love him. Find a Sunday school teacher that hugs him. And it's so funny, when he comes out in the morning, when he gets home, he's a filthy mess, hairs are I mean, he's, he's everywhere. When he comes out in the morning, he opens that door, hairs combed, and he's like, ha ah! ha And off he goes to the bus. And I'm like, oh, he's here. And uh, you know, and Lorenzo's the he's the first stop. He's the first stop, and he's the last stop going home. And um, But it might be, it might be that little Lorenzo might grow up in church. He might get saved one day. He might get called to preach one day. And that little terror might end up being a preacher boy someday. And we can look at Satan and say, "Ha ha! You had him!" But he's an earring of prey. We got him back. We got him back. Wonder how many of these bus kids that we don't have a clue who they are right now. We have no idea what's going to come of them and where they're going to go. But they're earrings of prey. I think of Johannes here, and uh, I, I'm I'm proud of you. Came got saved uh, about a month or so ago, and. Been coming about every week, Been coming on Friday nights at uh, teeth activities. He he had an opportunity to go to the movies, I think. Didn't even go. And uh, but he came, he came Friday night teeth activity. Last Sunday I got done preaching. And it meant so much to me. He comes up to me, met me right over here, and he said, Hey, can I have a stack of those tracks for one a day? He said, Your preaching really spoke to my heart. I need to, I need to hand those out. And I thought, wow, an hearing to pray. But go and yanked him from the devil and brought him back to the house of God as an as earring, a trophy, of victory. He is ours. We beat the devil there and brought him back as a victory and an earring to pray. I think of Quincy and Larissa. I don't even remember Quincy's long hair anymore. Shaggy, greasy, lice-filled. I mean, it was nasty. And uh, But uh, old Quincy and... But you know what? Coming in and watching every week they come back. Come back, brought a Bible, singing, tie, Sunday night, Wednesday nights, cut his hair, getting faithful, singing in the choir next week, all kinds of things. And, and uh, what is it? Listen, an earring to pray, a victory, a trophy. We reach over and get it and pull it back in. We could go through this room one by one. All over this room, you know what we are? Every one of us, we're nothing but an earring of prey. We're nothing but the earring of our prey. And our, our prey, the devil used to prance himself around with us dangling out of his ears. And real proud of the, what he did with us. Real proud of his wealth in us. Real proud of what, how he changed us. Real proud of us in his, in his realm. But one day somebody came and yanked us out of the devil's ears. And brought us back and put us in the things of God. And we're trophies and we're victories and we're earrings of our prey. And thank God today. We walk out victorious with Jesus Christ. I'm saying don't let the devil have anything else. Don't, let, don't, give, don't give yourself back to him. Don't give your earrings back to him. I mean, why would they do it? Why would they kill the Israelites and get all these earrings and then go to the few that are still alive and say, you want these back? No. You're not getting them back. We're taking it, we're taking it back to Gideon. That's where we're taking it. We're taking it back home. Because we won. Listen, child of God, we have already won the battle. We're victorious in Jesus Christ. So let's take our earrings of prey and let's bring them back and put them in the house of God and remain faithful for the things of God because he is our God and our Savior. Let's bow our heads this morning, please. Our heads are bowed. Our eyes are